Good morning, it's Pastor Chris, and here we are, uh, day four, week 21. Today we're going to talk about something that uh, a lot of us deal with, a lot of us are guilty of, and uh, me especially, but also uh, just something that uh, is not necessary, but boy, we sure feel like it is. We're going to talk about how I can overcome anxiety. And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I just thank you for another day to serve you, another day to do your work, another day to tell people about the gospel. Thank you for yesterday's events and the way that you were there for us and the way that you made a way when it didn't seem to be a way. And Lord, we just uh, ask that you continue to help us with our new adventure and our new partnership with the church. So in Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. So uh, I'm going to read you one of my favorite um, verses when I get anxiety or when I feel hopeless. So in Matthew 6, 25 and 26. And it says, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What will you put on? It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? That's so powerful. So powerful. It just seems that we're constantly seeing another report or study documenting the fact that we worrying about ourselves what we do we just worry ourselves to death so much that the use of drugs to deal with worry and depression just keeps growing dramatically I've even had doctors tell me this should be in the water in Nashville everybody should be drinking it and it's just crazy everyone seems to be on something to deal with anxiety of life man what did people do before all this medication came out to deal with anxiety of life the world continues to turn up pressure it may be work, finances marriage, kids parents, health uh, emotional problems or any just a, a host of issues this day and time especially in this election year everyone has something happening in his or her life that is you just feel like no one else can understand. You know, we try to make our problems so personal. Like nobody else is going through it or been through it. So, you know, do you have something in your life today which would make you say, not even God can do something about this? And, you know, maybe you wouldn't actually even verbalize it or say that. But you're living that way. 
We let the world inflate the power of our circumstances. And it shrinks the power of God. That's not the way God meant for it to be. We have let the world convince us there's a ceiling on what God can do. It is as if as we just we think he has a power limit that he cannot go beyond a certain thing. But that that scripture, Matthew 6, 25 and 26, says God gave special attention to the birds of the air and the flowers in the field. Certainly he can deal with the situation faced by the one he created. I mean, God created us. He says it all the time. He's the great physician. He created our bodies to heal itself, so that shows you that he wants us to be healed. He wants us to ask for healing. He made the world. Surely he can take care of any little thing we have. Worry is all about where you put your attention. Are you putting attention on things that are of this world or are you putting your attention towards the plan God has for your life when you put him first your anxiety will begin to uh, it, it just I don't know it starts to lessen a little bit more and that's putting faith in him that's trust in him there's nothing that you're going to face today that the Lord cannot handle you are only a manager of what he has given to you. He will always make the right decision. You know, yesterday, I had to take a little guy. I had him out of state in rehab, and he found out he had a, a outstanding warrant and a failure to appear in court. And so we brought him back, and I took him to turn himself in yesterday. And uh, we were about to walk out the house, and he goes, okay, my mom says she'll pay for any fees or fines I'm going to have, and so I'm going to give you her name and number, and if something was to happen today that this don't go as we plan, call her and she'll get the money. And before that, he had told me, I'm not worried, it's in God's hands. And so when he told me this about his mom, I was like, wait a minute, is that really trusting God? Is that really, you know, you're saying, okay, if God don't handle this, then I'll handle it my way. And I just kept repeating that to him. So do you really want to give me your mom's number or you really want to prove to the Lord that you trust him 100% to handle it? Because if you're giving me her number to bail you out, if, if it don't go his way, then you're not really accepting his will. And he just looked at me funny and he said, you know what, you're right. He said, God's got me. Well, guys, I called the Bells bombman, told him the situation. And before we even got there, the Bells bombman had gone across the street, pleaded our case to the judge. I told him that he's out of state in a rehab and that we really didn't have the money to keep bringing him back and forth from where he was at to Nashville. And court dates are crazy to get right now because of COVID. And we got in there, and he'd already went over and talked to the magistrate, got it set up for him to be released on his own recognizance, and got us a court date for 
one week from the day we went in. That was God working through this bondsman. And then we got there and somebody had used some whiteout on the original document of their arresting warrant. And the magistrate looked at it and said, this needs to be thrown out of court. This document's not legal anymore with this whiteout on it. And he says, son, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and proceed. I'll see you next Wednesday. But more than likely, we're just going to throw this out because this was done wrong. And it was a stupid charge anyway. It was a very stupid charge that should not even have been a charge. But it had to be done. And it was a lesson to show God is always in control. And God wants you to trust him with everything. And if it don't go your way, then know he's got a better plan. And it was supposed to happen that way for a reason. It was to teach you, grow you, show you the love, or give you a new testimony. But we've got to rely on God's will, even when it don't go our way, be happy about it. And trust, something better's coming. So don't get all stressed out and beat up over things of the world and get all anxious and let your anxiety get the best of you. Turn it over to God and say, God, whatever your will is, I'm good with. Show him you really mean it. And then watch what God will do in your life. Sometimes he will test us to see, do we truly believe or is it just lip service? So, guys, remember Matthew 6, 25 and 26. Remember that when you get all upset. Go back to that verse and remember it. And just say to yourself, God loves me more than anything on this earth. He's got me. So that's what I got for you today. Uh, Remember, guys, uh, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. is our church service. We're hoping the live stream will work for us this time. We're working diligently on fixing some issues. Um, But uh, just bear with us. It's a new facility, a new system, and... We're trying to get the bugs out. And of course, the devil's coming against us because he don't want you to hear the message. But God's got me. He's bringing people in to work for free to fix this and wanting to help us out. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, today I give you control of every part of my life. Lord, when I try to take control and I try to do it my way, I pray that you will remind me that your plan is always better than mine. I know that I need to spend my time in your presence and letting you guide me rather than trying to do it according to my desires. Lord, help me to see that success is not getting in my way, but making sure I live according to your will. Lord, I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, make it a great day. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Remember, God loves you. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace out.